0: I moved here during the summer and I saw like, you know, all the girls were wearing crop tops, even the ones with the belly. So then, you know what? Well, like, why not? I even just had like a Nike crop shirt. So it wasn't like full, a full crop, but I felt good wearing it. So, uh, you know, I then I had more because you know what? Why not? And I I told myself, I told you like I wanted to get everything out of LA mm-hmm. and I felt like, you know what, as long as, long as I'm here, like I'm going to wear as many crop tops as I can. Because when I go back to the Philippines, I don't really know if I can have the same confidence.
1: Hello and welcome to Here in L.A., Historic Filipino Town Edition. Today, we talk with Joan McCreese. Joan is a world traveler who helps Filipinos everywhere in important matters with their native land and the countries around the globe. She is the third guest that we've had who I first gave a ride to in my Uber. She's also the third person from historic Filipino town. Hmm. Recently, she reached out and said, Yes, yes, I would love to tell my tale on your podcast. So, we will talk about the differences between L.A. and Manila, something valuable about her self-esteem that L.A. taught her, and the coolest things she experienced in her four years in our dear city. So, let's get ready for Joan. Hey, everybody. I am here with Joan Corrado, of historic Filipino town.
0: Hello, everybody. Hey! Hi. Nice you. Thank you for you know letting me be here, and it's really nice to uh, be here with you. Yeah. Uh,
1: okay, so Joan, you're one of the few guests that we've had that I met first in my Uber.
0: Oh, okay. That's cool to know. I guess because we're very talkative. Like my mom and I were very talkative when we entered your Uber.
1: Yeah. Uh, you, well. Okay. This goes back to my uh belief that Filipinos are the nicest people in the world.
0: Oh, thank you.
1: <laughs> have you heard this before?
0: No, I mean, i uh, some form of it, yeah, I guess. Like because I think we're all hospitable. We like, you know, we like accepting people and, you know, making sure that people feel welcomed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
1: So, yeah, so I forgot your mom was in there too.
0: Yeah, my mom was there. She was vid- visiting LA. We were at a Trader Joe's and like she was just so excited to see different things, you know.
1: Had she been to the US before?
0: Uh, yeah, she was here like a couple times before, but like that was the first time that she stayed with me for a long time. And she, she got to like feel like how it was to be a local, you know, like uh, going to certain places and like getting to know where you, where you go. So yeah, mm-hmm. she liked that.
1: So, Joan, you are a Filipina.
0: Yes. From the Philippines. Yes, born and raised. And you've been living in LA for how long? I've been living in LA for like four years now. Oh, really? Yeah, right before the pandemic happened. So I actually remember it. it was July 17, 2019 when I arrived here in L.A. So, yeah.
1: And your job is to work with Filipinos. Yes,
0: I work with all Filipinos, just make sure that they're taken care of.
1: And you travel the world doing this.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, that's what I basically do. Like, I've been to um, Nigeria, West Africa, Central Africa. I've been to Asia, of course, around Asia. And now, like, I'm here in L.A. So, yeah
1: are there a lot of asians in africa
0: um you'll be surprised yes and they do like create their own families there they do stay and i've met a lot of Filipino women that are married to nigerians and filipinos that are married to nigerian women as well
1: i bet you they they make beautiful babies
0: oh they do they make the cutest babies (laughs) and it's and you know it's cute to see like um you know they look nigerian but they speak tagalog very very well the bomb teaches them that yes of course as we should as Mm -hmm. we should so uh yeah that's how we and i just like seeing filipinos everywhere because we know like we go everywhere we go all around the world um so like meeting them where they are right now is really a unique experience
1: so so sadly you were here doing probably the, the weirdest four years oh, of yeah. LA, including most recently our rainstorms, oh, which yeah. maybe reminded you of the Philippines. It
0: did, actually. <laughs> I, was, I was so weirded out, I had to look for my umbrella that was in my luggage, because I didn't need it here in LA, but apparently I did. So
1: so uh, where have you lived over the last four years?
0: So uh, mostly in Koreatown, mm-hmm. but since I work with a lot of Filipinos, and because I love my Filipino food, I always, you know, stay in, in Filipino town as much as I could I stu- I also have friends there
1: okay so uh, tell us some of the historic Filipino spots that that have legit Filipino food
0: okay legit Filipino food um, actually I think one that's really more famous is um, Dollar Hits a temple mm-hmm. so they've been featured in Netflix in a bunch of YouTube videos by like food bloggers mm-hmm. and um, it's just it's one of the unique Filipino experiences because it's actual street food. You know, it's meat on a stick and you get to like um, grill it up yourself and it gives makes uh, brings you back to those memories when you do that in the Philippines.
1: So I've seen this on TikTok. I've never been oh, to Dollar Hits. you
0: have? Hits. Okay, cool. Never
1: been, but you're absolutely right. It's It's taken off. But it seems like it's just a little strip mall and at night there's like temporary barbecues yeah
0: like charcoal grills yeah Yeah. just
1: small ones Mm -hmm. and there's meat on a stick and you just you grill it yourself and it's a a bucket stick
0: uh, yes, a dollar. Yeah, a dollar, a dollar, a dollar fifty, something that's, like that.
1: That's a great deal.
0: Yeah, it is. It is. Um, it's funny because like when, when Filipinos that, you know, go here to the U.S. and like just for a vacation, they would like to try it there. And then they realize, like, but it's a dollar. A dollar is like 50 pesos in the Philippines. And 50 pesos in the Philippines could get you like five to ten sticks. Oh. So that's where it comes, that's the difference. But for Filipinos that have been here, especially like first and, gener- first and second generation immigrants, that's one of the like, core memories that you would want to get. Um, doesn't matter how much it is. And besides, it's not just for us, it's just not like, you know, you don't just don't think about the money. Just think of like, eating <laughs> that meat on a stick, like smelling like charcoal after your meal, and having those uh, lovely ladies, their three sisters, that owned that restaurant, and they would always be there, and they have this thing where sometimes they do karaoke. Really? Uh, yeah, they do, and um, when you're new there, when it's your first time there, they would tell you, oh, welcome to, for example, welcome to Macros from from Quezon City, and they would tell, they would like announce where you came from, and it's really a fun thing to do. It's, it feels like a mini reunion with people you don't know, but because <laughs> they're Filipino, like you feel right at home.
1: So, Again, because yeah. you're the nicest people, of yeah,
0: course. Yeah, <laughs> thank you.
1: I'm looking at my uh, uh, Google device. It says Dollar Hits is two four three two West Temple, uh, in um, historic Filipino town.
0: Yeah, so you 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 won't miss it. You won't miss it because you would see the little like chimney smokes from the little charcoal grills at night. Oh uh, yeah. So yeah, it's really fun to be there. Um, there's uh, it's just really good to be it, there and have
1: it's, fun. it's two blocks. Uh, it's on Temple. Two blocks. Uh east of rampart if uh if you're in the neighborhood and about three blocks west of alvarado so, sure yeah right in the heart
0: yeah so and so okay so it's I, main road.
1: The, I get these little sticks of chicken now now is it mostly chicken no no it's chicken pork beef and
0: it's not just like meat it's actually like you know the little weird parts you know most americans wouldn't actually eat but like if weird you parts like, did you say yeah like i guess weird for uh for you guys because uh-huh. <laughs> for us like we eat uh, small intestines yeah large intestines chicken skin the pig face oh. or the ear so like in they have that in tacos too like you know the cabeza so the cabeza is instead of putting it in a tortilla they stick it on a stick and yeah and it's really good and they make this really good marinade the um, banana ketchup and other stuff and it's just really good and really like it has a good mouth feel mm-hmm. and i'm not a foodie at all but i know that that's what <laughs> they call it but yeah i mean it's I, I, once you get past the like strangeness of it because you know you're not a lot not everybody's used to that kind of food yeah you, you think it, it, it overall it would be a good experience
1: but but it's funny because especially meat eaters we do get picky about that even mm-hmm. though you know what sausage what's yeah. you know what's most of the stuff that exactly. we're eating, and but then when you tell us, so even like lengua tacos, yeah, a know tongue. right? Mm-hmm. And and I I was behind all these Mexican men, and mm-hmm. then one after another, they were ordering lengua tacos, and I was I I was gonna get chicken, but I was like, <laughs> I may as well get lengua too, yeah. And I watched them cut the tongue uh-huh. and bring out the meat, and I was like, mm, maybe I don't want this, <laughs> but again, it's you we shouldn't eat with our eyes.
0: True. Don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> I, 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 always say like, I try things twice just to make sure if I don't really like it, mm-hmm. so if I don't like something like, mm, let me try again. Just maybe I was just like, you know, surprised by the flavor or whatever. But yeah.
1: So historic Filipino town, does it, does it, is it what you want it to be as a Filipina?
0: It has a lot of potential. So let me get you, give you a little bit of a history. So the historic Filipino town was like the second uh, group of, you know, second area in a lot of immigrants were here in Los Angeles. So a lot of the Filipinos came there and they um, they created unions. Um, if you know like Larry Ition, there's like a park there dedicated to him and he like started uh, this um, advocacy for having union rights for workers and all those things. And and that concept stayed in historic filipino town they also have this establishment called filipino workers center and they don't cater not just they don't they cater not just to filipinos but everybody Mm -hmm. and it just show goes to show you know how caring filipinos are and how we want to take care of each other um there are a lot of like filipino spots as well like Filipino groceries um other 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 restaurants like Hi-Fi Kitchen and a lot of like, yeah Filipino Filipino spots um but I don't see a lot of Filipinos living there anymore. Isn't that weird? It is. It is weird. And um we recently just got a a really beautiful arc that um that basically places our Filipino town and um you know you had all the had uh the mayor come and and um and uh uh, how do you say inaugurate the thing Mm -hmm. a lot of our filipino american um politicians were there were filipino servants and it was like a great gathering and and when i witnessed that i realized you know this would have been greater if you know filipinos actually still lived here (laughs) and and i was thinking like how come like you know, not a lot of people stay there anymore. Um, it's funny because like you see apartment complexes, they use Filipino words like bahay. Bahay is house in Filipino. Oh, yeah. And so, um, how do you spell that? b a h uh, a y. Okay. So, so I don't want to like m- say the whole name because I'm not. I'm you know, I'm I'm not sponsored, but um, yeah. They use <laughs> Filipino words because they are in Filipino town. But I don't see any Filipinos living there. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the few that do, they mostly live there because they work there and. Um, I see, like, on weekends or when there are um, festivals or activities, a lot of the Filipinos go there. Um, I just feel like it would be a better representation of of our, of our the Filipino community if people actually live there, you know? <laughs> I mean, it sounds simple enough, and you know, it sounds a little really, like, I don't know, it doesn't even sound, like, that um, significant. But if a Filipino, like, you're a Filipino living in a sorry Filipino town, like, that's, like... For me, that's the ultimate show of pride of your heritage here in Los Angeles.
1: I heard a theory that the reason that there's not a lot there and whereas in uh, Koreatown there's a lot of Koreans is because you guys' English is so good (laughs) that that when you immigrate here, Mm -hmm. you don't have to be around your own people. Whereas if you immigrate here and you don't speak the language, Mm -hmm. you want to be around people who speak your language. And so you guys are just super adaptable. If you got a job in Santa Monica or Westwood, you could totally live there.
0: I mean, that's a great theory. And I would like to think that that's the truth. And I would like to also share it because every time like people like Americans or just foreigners in general, foreigners, meaning non-Filipinos, when they hear me talk in English, they get surprised. Like, oh, your English is very good, yada, 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 yada. and I have like half the brain to say that you know you know Americans colonized this for a hundred years so like you know I mean, I mean we're gonna go past that but mm-hmm. you know like again as I said earlier like America is the baseline for a lot of you know modern culture and, and Filipinos were like um, direct recipients of that mm-hmm. and um, there's a great range of Filipinos that know English they not, might not be the best and they can talk with an accent like this like <laughs> Paul, be careful. You might fall in the swimming pool. Something like that, and and, and and sometimes it can also pass as like your standard English, um, accent. So, um, yeah. I guess I guess what you're saying is correct because I do like most of my the Filipino friends that I have. They're like all over LA County, mm-hmm. the Valley, and um, and like all over SoCal. So yeah, yeah I guess that's true. Uh, okay.
1: When you say that you help Filipinos around mm-hmm. the world, what kind of things do you help them with?
0: Um, you know, uh, making sure that they have their papers okay, everything's great. And those that were naturalized, if they want to become dual citizens, we help them as well. Really? Yeah, we do.
1: Is it, is it easier now with Joe Biden or was it easier during Trump? Uh, or maybe Obama uh, uh, for, for Filipinos to come here?
0: Because well, we love you, right?
1: America loves you. I Filipinos. like to think
0: that as well, too. Um, I think the only difference is the magnitude of how warm the U.S. government is. Because generally, we have, like, friendly relations. And, yeah. you know, like, Filipinos coming in, um, it's it's a good thing for them, it just just making sure, you know, they're all documented and mm-hmm. making sure that, you know, they're becoming upright citizens. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, members of society. Um, I guess now it's it kind of, I mean, it goes through the trend of who the president is. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you, I mean... Frankly, answering your question, like now that in Joe Biden's time, it's kind of like when Obama was here. Totally. So, yeah, it was a lot easier, especially like people, you know, Filipinas falling in love with Americans mm-hmm. for some reason. No, I mean, I, okay, say that in all um We're I not that, that lovable. I say that with all uh, love and respect. It's, it's just that, you know, love life, my love, a love life for me is just not in the books for now, at least. So, like, seeing like, you know, people falling in love here is just, It's entertaining to me because I feel like I'm really (laughs) such an outsider. So, yeah, I feel like I'm watching a meet cute in a movie.
1: Well, okay. As an Uber driver, I drive tons of people every yeah. day. The majority of the Filipinos that I am driving, especially early in the morning, mm-hmm. are healthcare workers. Yes. Either these are nurses or these are hospice workers mm-hmm. or even personal uh, nurses for They're personal old people. caregivers. Yeah. Right. And um, again, because you guys are the sweetest people in the world. <laughs> but I, I think it, you're also, for the most part, I, I mean, I don't want to stereotype people but I will. (laughs) You guys are just upbeat and positive, and if I'm 100,000 years old, that's who I want. I don't want Tony Pierce being like, (laughs) ah, when you die, you go to heaven. (laughs) Turn up the TV. I want somebody sweet and nice. And so also, because you guys work hard and you speak English, I would think that the likelihood of a Filipino immigrant to America being a burden to the Country going on welfare, mm-hmm. <laughs> causing gun violence yeah. is extremely low.
0: True, I it, like to think that as well. Yes. Yeah. Um, I I'm very grateful and I'm very proud of my kabaayan. Uh, you know, cababayan uh, is what you call somebody that's also Filipino. Oh. So my kabaayan. So it's it's kind of like a nickname for all Filipinos that are outside the Philippines. So if I see a kabayan that is a healthcare worker, I'm very proud of them. Um, I know that Joe Koy always makes jokes about, um, you know, Joe Koi, the stand-up comedian. So he's a, you know, he's a Filipino-American stand-up comedian. And he makes jokes about, you know, Filipinos in America always have one dream. And that's probably to become a performer. But because they love their family and they know that they have to have like a decent and st- you know, steady job, they would become healthcare workers. And you know what? For me, like that's the greatest thing because I, 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 I have this statement in my mind when I was growing up, um, a doctor said this uh, doctors cure, but nurses care. Mm-hmm. And I think Filipinos know how to care yeah. like really well. Um, I'd like just to tell a story about how it was for me in Nigeria and um so i had mal- i got malaria like a month in because i was you know i was trying really i was trying my best to be careful but it's nigeria you're gonna get malaria one way or another so basically i was in the e-arm in the hospital i'm afraid of needles i'm a big girl uh, literally and figuratively like i would cry <laughs> at the sight of a needle but um so the doctors and nurses were seeing that and there was this one Nigerian nurse that came over and introduced himself. Like, hi, I'm so-and-so. I was actually trained in the Philippines. Can I be the one to, like, um, insert the the IV in you so you wouldn't be so scared? And part of me just really calmed down immediately because I knew that Filipino schools and, like, nurses, Filipino nurses, like, know how to take care. They have very good bedside manner, and they know how to take care of you. And, yeah, I mean... I w- it was my first time in Nigeria and I had somebody sticking a needle in my arm. I think that was my best bet to get that Nigerian nurse to study in the Philippines. And it was. Because after that, it like, didn't feel a thing. And they were like, re- he was like very patient with me and made sure that I was calm before, during, and after that whole debacle. And I, I survived because I'm here. So yeah. <laughs> so, so we
1: should we should have all of our nursing schools in Manila then is what oh, you're saying. Oh
0: yes, please do. That will help our economy. <laughs> (laughs) me so much (laughs) um but yeah i mean i guess like i've never met a filipino nurse that didn't do well in his
1: job hmm yeah I, i haven't heard this that filipinos want to be entertainers well, it's just that um So like the singer of Journey is yeah, like Yeah, uh,
0: Ann and we have a lot of really good cover bands. Uh, I don't know if you know Charis Pempenko, which was um discovered by David Foster and 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 a lot of other Filipino artists that have taken the global stage. Leia Salonga for example. So, um so yeah, like would you have we there's this innate um innate uh, thing in us that makes us want to not just perform, but f- like with me, I like telling my stories. Mm-hmm. And I think that's our version of telling our stories, to, for- right. to perform.
1: Yeah. I would think a lot of young American kids want to be athletes. Oh, you know? see, there you
0: go. So that, I think that's And like you guys want to be performers. Yeah. Like we want to be like heard and seen. And so yeah. did you
1: perform in school when you were a little girl? I
0: did. I I and it's funny because I, I I studied in a Catholic all-girls school, mm-hmm. and I'm not the conventionally beautiful like li- young Filipina. And that's me not self-deprecating. But, okay,
1: for, for the, <laughs> but I'm still going to interrupt. Okay. You're a beautiful woman.
0: I am. I, you're you're I wearing a,
1: a a little bit of a revealing dress here I, today.
0: And this oh. is because of LA because I've learned how to uh, like myself wearing a crop top and like Rockets. LA has
1: has given you confidence.
0: Yes, it has. Like I can never wear an outfit like this anywhere else. So, really? Yeah, okay, so it's was...
1: a, it's a crop dress. Yeah. <laughs> and you've got some curves, girl. Thank
0: you. Thank but, you. But but
1: you're saying in she gave a little hair flip there. <laughs> you're saying in the Philippines you were less confident of yourself?
0: Yeah, because um um in the Philippines the the standard of beauty is very different um it's mostly like looking for the other but that's what i say and the other meaning what is opposite of what we have so filipinos are you know brown short um not really fat but like not really like model kate moss thin Mm -hmm. um but there would be girls that would look like that you know they all use the whitening products no yes
1: what would they whiten
0: uh everything everything your skin they, they would take pills IVs
1: um, do, do, soaps do those things work
0: um at a at this certain extent yes
1: to become less brown yes so okay so your shade of brown is is darker than me and i'm black okay but but you know you look like a tan hawaiian
0: thank you because i like you have a beautiful
1: caramel color about you
0: and it took me decades to love this color really yeah because i grew up watching that you know philippine that white is beautiful you know light skin is beautiful and like hollywood you don't see a lot of colored women back then in the
1: 90s so okay so uh a young lady your shade Mm -hmm. might be tempted to take these pills and creams to lighten it up
0: it's kind of like uh it's kind of like a way of you know like into like puberty and stuff you would see girls like so in in, in other countries they would like have plastic surgery mm-hmm. in the philippines it would be widening products which is weird honestly yeah. and they work so, yeah as i said like it's a certain extent but it won't really get you as white as you want it and so like <laughs> they do like you know how new, white did they want to get I, like like I'm, I'm like white girl white yeah i'm so not gonna be politically correct after this but yeah like white girl white Huh. And it's weird because, you know, I know Americans, like I've known Americans and they like women that are, you know, like tanned and, right. and they have color on their skin. And again, it's like what is like wanting what you don't have.
1: Right. So so, yeah. so bronzer for pale girls is what they want. Yeah. And whitening yeah. for
0: glutathione. So that's the medicine. It's actually it actually helps your liver. But the side effect is getting lighter skin.
1: So my man Sammy Sosa, are you familiar with? Uh, I've
0: heard of him. I, let is me, he like d- a, an athlete? He is support? an athlete. Okay. I mean, I think, baseball uh, player.
1: He's yeah. He's, okay. He's one of the greatest baseball players ever. Okay. And he's Dominican. Mm-hmm. And he lightened his skin. And, oh. And it looks. It doesn't look good. Oh. Okay. It because maybe when you're rich, you can get as many pills as you want, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you can do more exotic types yeah. of uh, procedures, and it just doesn't look good. okay. Oh. <laughs> and, and so if you say to an American, do you know anybody who has white in their skin, they'll probably say Sammy Sosa. Oh. Okay. So anyhow... Um, this is this is fascinating to me.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's I, again like I for me at first I when I was growing up I thought it was normal. Yeah. And then like again when I when I started traveling the world and like, having a wider point of view, <laughs> and I just realized you know what everybody's been beautiful in the skin that they're yes. in. Yes. The only people that have problems with it are the people that do not have that same skin. Yeah. And I've I've again since moving here I've changed my mindset and making sure that people that hate on me that's a judgment on their character not mine. And, what was yeah. it
1: about L.A., though, that made you more comfortable?
0: Um, nobody really cared, like in, like in a nice way. Like the people <laughs> let you be people let you be and and. I guess because here is like la is hollywood and you know i grew up watching hollywood and then like breaking the curtain like opening the curtain to la but to hollywood but actually living here i realized that not everybody looks perfect and not everybody has a perfect life here and realizing hey what i have is actually good and i came here with the sense knowing that i would be leaving at some point i i always had this um this so how to call this I just I had this mindset that I should enjoy every single thing that la has to
1: offer me mm-hmm.
0: and I think that made my experience here in la so much better
1: would you go to uh, dance clubs or bars or
0: Cause um, you're, you're do you
1: say how old you are
0: yeah, I can say a whole lot. I'm 33. I'm turning 34.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, you look 28.
0: Thank you so much. You know, fat don't crack. An Asian skin <laughs> is crazy beautiful. So yeah, <laughs> I'm proud of how I look. I like getting carded for
1: before. You know, when, Do, have you gotten carded? Yes,
0: now? twice, and I felt so good. I was like, thank you so much for doing that to me. You made my night. Um, but yeah, well, okay.
1: This is this is why I'm asking. And again, this is very personal.
0: Okay, no problem. But.
1: As I drive people around, mm-hmm. people tell me about getting BBLs, <laughs> um, uh, breast implants, uh-huh. so that they could look more like you.
0: Wow! I yeah, okay. Have yeah. you noticed that here though? Uh, yeah, they do like the you know big booties and all that. Yeah, and and
1: did you know? Did you know that Americans, some Americans, uh-huh. like that before you came over here?
0: I didn't. The thing is, I started liking like how thick I am when I lived in Nigeria because oh. in Nigeria, the beauty center was having like thick, beautiful body, just like how they have it, it here. Yeah. And, and it's funny because like when I moved there, they called me Oibo, which is Oibo is a, 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 I forgot which dialect, but it basically translated to white person. And for me, that was so funny. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I mean, yeah. And then, you know, like living there and like, making nigerian friends and like asking the dudes like what like what what what's your type Mm -hmm. and then knowing like you know they like girls that have you know really like you know meaty personality (laughs) (laughs) i mean you know ladies that have a meaty personality is what they have what they like and yeah and I realized, okay, like, I've been living under a rock in the Philippines, you know, not a lot of Filipinos, like, you know, because I know a lot of big girls that like me in the Philippines, like, I tell them, you know what, you should get out and, like, explore the world. <laughs> we have a bigger market out here when it comes to dating. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it really made me feel good about myself. So were you
1: the, the star of the show when you were in Nigeria? Uh,
0: a little bit, yeah, I guess, because, like, I was very exotic in a sense, like, I, nobody looked like me there. Yeah. Because, like, the Filipino ladies, they were all over they already had their families Mm. and i'm like the only single lady there um yeah and it was weird to get that attention because i told you like i didn't have the the standard you know the conventional beauty standard in the philippines Mm -hmm. so for me i was just like you know coasting along like you know just existing and then i didn't know what to do with all the attention that i was getting um but it really helped me like gain confidence yeah
1: i drove a uh, college student the other day mm-hmm. from uh, a private school all the way down to long beach it was a long ride oh wow okay and she was actually much bigger than you mm-hmm. and she said her for one of her first days at school she saw another bigger girl mm-hmm. in a crop shirt and she good was good like, on her and she was like what is this? I have to be your best friend. Uh-huh. I've never seen this before because mm-hmm. she said that she would wear like really baggy clothes to like hide her body. Oh
0: gosh, it was oh.
1: heartbreaking because I yeah. mean, even that now-
0: sounded like me. That sounded really? like me before I before I moved
1: here. So when, so I'm sure this isn't your first crop dress.
0: Yeah, it's not my first one. The first one I bought is here in LA. What uh,
1: <laughs> what inspired you to do it?
0: I cuz i moved here during the summer and i saw like you know all the girls were wearing crop tops even the ones with the belly so then you know what well like why not i even just had like a nike crop shirt so it wasn't like full, a full crop yeah but i felt good wearing it so you know i then i had more cuz you know what why not and i i told myself i told you like i wanted to get everything out of LA mm-hmm. and I felt like, you know what, as long as long as I'm here, like I'm going to wear as many crop tops as I can, because when I go back to the Philippines, I don't really know if I can have the same confidence. Because
1: they may judge you over there?
0: Yeah, they're very... Like, I don't know. I, they didn't even study law, but they're all judging me. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody's a judge in, the, in Manila. But Really? Yeah, and... But, the nicest people in the world in the headquarters of the nicest world? Yeah, but, you know, we're very critical of each other. Mm. And I think that's how it is when you go back home. But, yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I love my country, but then again, we're not perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I guess, like, it, I just have to, like... Really not get in my head about the crop top situation.
1: (laughs) So we've been communicating through Instagram. Yeah. And on your Instagram, young lady, Mm -hmm. you're wearing bikinis. Yes. (laughs) What do your friends do your friends in Manila comment yeah, your...
0: they 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 think I'm crazy because Re- they've never seen me in a bikini before. Because they don't wear them either. No, they do, but they wouldn't see a girl my size wear that. Right. Yeah, and and um, so th- I started wearing that when I was in Nigeria, and then when I moved here, so I didn't really have time to like wear a bikini back home in the Philippines. Yeah. So yeah, when they say that, oh, girl, like like you're looking different here, but yeah, again, mostly if you would also see my Instagram, it says they're like you know if you're from work, like unfollow me, and I kept my and I changed. Changed my Instagram to private just to like give myself a little bit a bigger space to express myself. Yes, and and I'm not saying that wearing bikinis is a bad thing, but there are certain rules that I have to follow. Oh, for work. Yeah, for work.
1: For work, you can't wear. You can't.
0: Well, not really, but you have to have you know uh, some sort of image that's Mm. you know um, uh, clean. I understand. Yeah. Yeah, So, um, but again, my work is not my life. Yes, and th- that is why I like to express myself in all other ways, like you know what I wear, where I go, um, who I'm with, and what I do, and that's how I express myself, and that's I feel like how I leave a mark in my life in this world.
1: I am positive that you're leaving a mark, just like that young college kid. Yeah, with with that stranger.
0: Yeah, I wish that wherever you are, if you hear this, go wear that crop top, and you know just love yourself it's gonna be hard but i'm sure at the end of the day you're gonna love yourself and you're gonna feel so good wearing that crop top especially that summer is coming so yeah go buy that crop top
1: it's always summer in manila though isn't it? yes
0: it is it? always summer there's no cold season only um hot and hot wet so that's when the monsoon comes and the typhoons that's what that's how that's the only difference
1: advise recent Americans mm-hmm. or maybe not even they're mm-hmm. here on a visa or they're students what tips do you give them about adapting to the US
0: um it's never bad to research to do your research learn about the country that you're going into not just through youtube or facebook but actually like read official documents you know government websites because um, at the end of the day um, if you're unsure about what you're going to do and your next step here you know living in america you know, the best thing to like follow is what What's what What, the government tells you?
1: What what might I see in the government? Like you can't
0: like the USCIS Department
1: of um, Homeland Security. But what are they going to tell me that I can't like by a gun or I can't no no uh,
0: um, let's not go there <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't <laughs> I can't drop acid what are they, what are they saying on these um,
0: basically how, like how long you stay here what can you do oh. with the visa that you have
1: so you want to make sure you don't extend your welcome yeah
0: and if you do make sure that you know and this is this is not a professional advice but <laughs> if you do because I mean let's let's face it not only Filipinos do that but everybody does right.
1: that oh the people it's common for people to extend their time uh,
0: yeah yeah a lot of people do that so Sometimes, you know, they do that for love or for oh. work or for hustling. So um, oh. I've met a lot of people, not just Filipinas that do that. Um, just make sure that, you know, you you you, you CYA cover your. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean Yeah. Because you have to like, do your research. Make sure that um, you know what you're getting into, especially if you want to stay here for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, again, also know like also know who to call. When you're in trouble, not just friends and family, but not just 911, also because you know here in 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 the U.S., you know, Asian hate is rising, and I feel so bad for for my fellow Asians. Um, but is it, it's is it, happening. Is it still rising? Yeah, I mean, it's still it's still there, it still exists. Actually, we we just have we just finished the preliminary hearing of this one Filipino family that was assaulted in a McDonald's, um, and. In In, L.A. Yeah, here in L.A.
1: No. Yeah,
0: and then do you know what neighborhood? Oh, I forgot. Because the thing is, like, I read so many of these things. There's too many. Yeah, and I mean, not That's just Filipinos, but with other Asians, and especially this happened like right after the pandemic. I get it. People get scared. People don't know things, and when they don't know things, you know, they tend to make bad decisions. Um,
1: it, and and you're saying yeah. this because the ignorant haters of America, mm-hmm. when they see somebody like you, yeah, they think you're Chinese.
0: Um, well, not necessarily Chinese, but they know that they that I'm not from here it's funny you say that though, cause people um, mistake me for a Latina.
1: Yeah. Um, I can see that.
0: I I guess yeah, I can see that too. But I feel back as those that I do have Filipino friends that look Filipino, and and sometimes they've been like, uh, you know, they've been shouted out, saying, "Hey, go back to your country." And they they're second generation immigrants here. So like, what country? They don't even know Tagalog. So, <laughs> you know, it's it's. Uh, where should I go? Like another state? No. So yeah, I mean, it's sad that this is happening along with the other things that are happening here in,
1: in the U S so Philippine versus Philippine hate. Yeah. So it's just, that's the worst, right? Uh,
0: yeah. It's just, you know, I, I feel bad that this, like in, in a beautiful place in a very progressive country, there's still something as primitive as this kind of hate. Mm-hmm. And that's why like, Again, as I said, I have a limited time here. I've always felt like, even though I had the privilege of being a local, I knew that I'm still sort of, you know, a tourist, a foreigner, because I knew that I was gonna leave. Mm-hmm. I just wish that you know more pe- like more people. Um, uh, if you don't know things, ask or research. Don't just react, because those reactions lead to hate, lead to violence, lead to you know people losing lives. And I guess just, you know not understanding doesn't have to lead to you know getting hurt and 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 that's what i want you know uh, that's what i hope for filipinos to experience Mm -hmm. because even Filipinos and 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 filipinos aren't just victims um i've seen second generation first generation immigrants that that um have this mentality oh you know i'm already naturalized u.s citizen they look down on other filipinos that are not u.s citizens yet and like dude we're we're breathing the same air, okay. Mm-hmm. Our farts smell bad all the same. No, they don't. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh, mine's a little nutty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for making a fart joke here, but yeah, I'm trying to make light of lighter of the situation because really mm-hmm. it feels bad. Um, you know, because there was also another case, um, in Sacramento. So like right outside the the seat of power, um, these two, uh, uh, this Asian couple got assaulted by, um, two Americans. So. And they had no reason to do that. And mm-hmm. why? Was it because they were old or was it because they... And, you know, like, I guess that's coming... I feel like that's coming from a from a, from a standpoint of ignorance, mm-hmm. so of not understanding...
1: Because you're are. not our enemy.
0: Yeah, exactly. Nobody's our enemy here. Like, yeah. nobody needs to fight for anything. Um, you have so many resources. Mm-hmm. There's no scarcity going on. I mean, in general. I'm not sure should, about, you know... Should
1: we should our educational system be better about for example i grew up in illinois at a good school Mm -hmm. but i didn't know anything about asian people and Mm -hmm. the diversity and where where these countries are on the map Mm -hmm. how to tell the difference between one another for sure i didn't know anything about koreans Mm -hmm. and i only knew about filipinos because one of my Best childhood friends, Buddy Borgia, mm-hmm. was Filipino. Shout out to Buddy. Yeah. And so, um, but you shouldn't have to have a, a second grade best friend. Yeah. You know, or a friend to have to tell you where right. they came from. So, do you feel like maybe, I don't know, geography or just foreign cultures should be part of our.
0: Yes and yes and yes and yes. Do over they and over do again. they
1: teach American stuff in Filipino schools? Yes, we
0: do. Like there's a year in high school. So for us, first year is Filipino culture. Second year is Asian. Third year is um, American. Fourth year is like. Um, the classics like greek roman that's how we you
1: have a whole class just on american history and culture
0: yeah and and literature and all those things and again because of course this is coming from a standpoint that we were the ones that were colonized so we had to understand why you guys came to our country Mm. because our country is beautiful it was paradise and you just had to have it (laughs) and 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 you know get to have the get and get to understand why they were doing that and why we should love our country more? Because that, I mean, the reason why they came here, because we do have paradise. Um, I guess, like, because I, I, I said, like, America is a baseline. Like everybody likes to the U.S. and in international politics, like, um, uh, America is big brother. America is like the the international police guy. Yeah. So that makes you the standard. So I guess, like, in 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 your perspective this is me trying to understand your perspective i feel like since you're already there at the top or you know you're already the standard you didn't have to think about the ones that are still developing the ones that are still growing up but then you actually should because that would make you a better police guy that will make you a better (laughs) big brother to the other countries that you are all allies with
1: let me ask you about um Americans who are older mm-hmm. who come to the Philippines to retire mm-hmm. or maybe just meet a Filipino young lady
0: oh like ninety day fiance <laughs> Like, I, who, get it, like who? I get
1: it though I get ninety it. day fiance yeah
0: you I know, don't know like, that show Oh, okay, so there's a show where um you ha- you guys have fiance visa, so you ha- you know um there are Filipino, not just Filipino and Americans you know, but Americans and foreigners. Um, Americans and non-American couples, and they get a visa, so you have ninety days to get married here. And there was this one a rather popular couple; his name was Big Ed, and I'm so sorry <laughs> I forgot the name of the girl. And there were like a few, a handful of Filipinas in that show, and it was—they were characters; they were main characters. But mm. yeah, I mean, sorry. Like, so here's my
1: question: uh, obviously, that's a little outrageous because mm-hmm, it's yeah. reality, but. But I've so during quarantine, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I um, fantasized of going to going somewhere else, Mm -hmm. Uh, Bali or um, Thailand Mm -hmm. or somewhere where super inexpensive Mm -hmm. and just working from home from there. Mm -hmm. Because I watched other YouTubers do this, yeah, and uh, there was a a couple of dudes from America who did this in the Philippines Mm -hmm. and of course fell in love with Filipino women as
0: they should. (laughs)
1: But they were significantly older than mm-hmm. these women. These women looked like girls, mm-hmm. which I thought was a little creepy. And these dudes kind of looked like me. They were balding, they had <laughs> little bellies going on. Like they, could, they, they look, they did look older, and they mm-hmm. may have been older than these women's dads. And um, oh, okay. But it seemed to me that the dads were very grateful that they're. At least one of their daughters was gonna go to this yeah. white man's life mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. and have a better life uh-huh is that really the the
0: it's a stereotype yeah
1: but okay, I would hate if I lived on this beautiful island if if the world police showed mm-hmm. up and took one of my sisters, yeah. How how would how do you what do you look at when you see a couple like that? Do you judge them? Do you feel good for the girl? What do you feel like?
0: It's so funny because I'm now in a position like that because I'm a younger single lady, yep. and and I'm eligible to date, and I end up like getting attracted to mostly non Filipinos, mostly older men, um, mainly I think. So uh, going back to your question. I used to judge them and I feel, so, and, and I would like to apologize. I'll see you. My friends and I would make jokes like, Oh, you know, we would do a slow clap, a, s- a silent slow clap. Like, Hey, g- g- Congratulations. Another couple of buy-in is, you know, gotten out of the rut or something. Yeah. And, and we were just making fun of it because we didn't know again, that was coming from a standpoint of ignorance. We didn't understand was, what was happening. And you know, we watched Hollywood and seeing, you know, having that kind of image in your head and seeing this, you know, young, younger Filipino lady with an older, you know, foreigner. It's like, OK, like, you know, sugar mom, sugar, sugar daddy much. Like, that's what you would think. But now I'm in that position. <laughs> and and even like even before living here in L.A., uh, when I started dating, um. I realized that I was more attracted to these men, uh, and not to hate on my Filipino brothers. It's just that you know um, we have Filipino women have a lot of masculine energy, especially the ones that are you know that have to hustle. They're, they're they're the eldest, they're the breadwinners, and you know we hustle. We make sure that we work. We make sure there's food on the table. And so we're all in that mindset. We need someone mature to understand that, hey, you know, I can't go on dates as much because I have to work. I have to, you know, because we're very big on family. Our culture is very big on family. So, you know, I can't go around dating every now and then. So I need someone more mature. I need someone more stable. And you can't really find that with Filipino guys my age. I well, mean, if you do, lucky, good for you. Like, go yeah. put a ring on it. But for <laughs> the rest of us that haven't had a chance to mm-hmm. find love um, with other Filipino boys, like with me, especially, again, with other factors such as, you know, conventional standard of beauty, mm-hmm. um, my work, um, you know, lifestyle. Um, the world is a lot easier to be in right now, you know, globalization Mm -hmm. is at its peak, you know, tickets are cheap. You don't I'm not saying (laughs) that you move to somewhere else to find love. But I'm just saying like, you know, you're we Filipinas, we don't have to get stuck to Mm -hmm. like having this idea that hey, get married, have kids just stay here in the Philippines. No, you don't have to do that.
1: Would a Filipina do you think rather have a, a Filipino man? Or do you think they'd rather have a non Filipino?
0: So in in a perfect
1: world, yeah,
0: knowing a Filipino, knowing how they were raised by their Filipino mothers, knowing how they act towards their siblings, how they take care of their families, you would love to have a Filipino partner, yes, because they are one of the sweetest guys I know. I, I and I stand with that because I have two brothers, and they have they are the most loving. Like I, I, my their girlfriends are so proud. Oh, my my brother just got married, so congratulations, so congratulations to him.
1: How do you say that in the Tagalog?
0: Congratulations. Um, well, if it's 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 congratulations is like mabuhay, mabuhay, mabuhay. Yeah, so it's mabuhay ang bagong kasal, congratulations to the newlyweds. Um, and I see how how Filipinos, if in a good, if they were lucky enough to be in a good environment, good and nourishing environment, they would know how to take care of their partners and their family because it it, it 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 doesn't stop with your partner; it has to go through your family. So... so...
1: And I think this is this is everybody. Yeah, the perfect partner would know about your history without having to be taught. Yes, maybe your first language uh-huh. wouldn't hurt, mm-hmm. and the culture. Yeah. So ideally, it would be to have a local boy. Yes. The boy next door. Uh,
0: yes, but also the local boys would want like tall, slanky, white ladies. Is that so, what they want too? Yeah, I mean. Again, uh, it's all about... It's not just Filipinos. Everybody, everybody
1: wants Giselle.
0: Yeah, everybody wants what they can have. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's crazy. I've heard a Filipino boy saying, you know, I want a girl that's like 36, 24 36. Like, dude, I don't even see one pack. I see one big belly. And you want a, a Giselle? You want a Kate Moss? Like, why? So, you know, that's how it goes. And it's crazy that... But, you know, that it is what it is. Yeah. So, I see, like my friends, my, I mean, I only have two girlfriends, like, that, in my friend, friend group, they're both married, and they were both lucky enough to marry Filipino guys, and yeah. I said, like, and I even asked them, like, well, what do you think, like, how come, I mean, this is a more, you know, vulnerable side of me, but, um, like, why do you think I can't find anybody to be with? Like, I mean, I'm not that bad, you know, like, <laughs> but, but then, you know, she, they both said, you know, it, it's not about, there's really nothing to to tell you like there's no signal that hey this one's the one for you it's really just how you feel it and yeah cuz i feel like if there's like one doubt one one smidgen of doubt in this person in the person you're dating then it's not going to be with you that's mm-hmm. not going to be with that person and knowing what i know now and living where i've lived i feel like i guess i have this um mentality like the world is a big place i get to meet a lot of people i don't have to get stuck with uh, you know like trying to fit myself into a position that um filipino boys would like mm-hmm. so yeah again i'm single <laughs> so yeah it's not a dating show but yeah <laughs> what's your
1: instagram uh, handle um
0: my instagram ha- handle is macker packer so it's uh it's like sounds like that curse word so it's m-a-c-c-e-r p-a-c-k-e-r okay so, yeah
1: uh you have been in la for four years yes Tell me one of your favorite moments of being here.
0: Oh, I guess one of my favorite moments of being here. Oh, was when realizing that I was in L.A., which is Hollywood, because again, I came from Nigeria. We're like there was no, no, not nothing. But like in Abuja, like, you know, you pretty much keep to yourself. Nollywood is in Lagos. So anyway. A whole other story, but yeah, came from a very small like bubble. Then you came, came straight here, from
1: Africa to LA, yeah, like okay. with my dog
0: and everything. It was crazy. <laughs> I had like six boxes with me, I didn't know how to get out of LAX, but uh, I mean, thankfully, a Filipino uh, porter was there to help me out. Wow, so yeah, shout out to my cababayans, <laughs> honestly. Um, but yeah, so the first time that I was here, like I think I was two or three months in, and I was just at home, I didn't know where to go. I didn't have like my friends weren't here yet, they were still all in the East Coast. I was just, um I think it was a live video of something of a certain um, artist that I had a big crush on. I guess I can say it. So, um, it was Maluma. So this um, Maluma,
1: I don't know. Maluma. Yeah. So
0: he's from Colombia, I think. Uh-huh. Um, so just, or I, I learned Spanish through him. So really? like, yeah, through recent, listening to his songs and stuff. Um, so I, I saw him and I saw that he was like three miles from me and that like oh dude like i can actually just like take an uber and see this guy and again this is me coming from you know outside of of the us being in a third world country born and raised in a developing country and then being here and me and like things that i see on tv i can actually like look at with my own eyes mm-hmm. and those are that's like the first like like night like core memory for me like living here in la and then after that like you know seeing a lot of, you know, um, actors, actresses, YouTube people, because I love YouTube. (laughs) So yeah, like, like, but like the earlier part of YouTube where they still had cat videos and stuff.
1: (laughs) So you just happened to run across some of these people?
0: Yeah, like um, a bunch of uh, guys from BuzzFeed. So yeah, um, they they used to stay in my in our building at work. Um, They had an office there. And then I saw Bruce Bruce Willis and he was still (gasps) yeah, I saw him at the Grove. Just and, walking around. Yeah, just walking around. Um, what else? I saw Harry Styles. What? Yeah, James Corden.
1: Wait a second. <laughs> this was when James Corden was doing the little skit with uh Harry?
0: No, it was even different. They, it was they were, separate di- Yeah, separate times. And then I saw Snoop Dogg. I saw wait, I wait. Saw a lot okay. of Okay, Harry artists. Styles though.
1: Were the kids just going crazy?
0: I I, I wasn't I wasn't like a big fan. But I felt the energy, and it was like I was—I felt like I was tuning, because he was a very charismatic guy, yeah. and he was very chill though. Like he was—it was just like, you know, from across the room. I didn't like say Where hi. Where did thing. you see Snoop Dogg at? Uh, at the Wiltern. and I got lucky enough to um, weasel my way in to get close to him to have like a nice photo. But I didn't have a photo with him; just took. A you photo. guys were
1: there to see a, a show—a show,
0: a concert. Who yeah. was playing? Um, from Snoop Dogg. Um, so it was oh. his uh, like I Thank Me Tour, I think.
1: Uh-huh. So yes, one
0: of my I fake me. Yeah, yeah, and I I remember that I saved his Instagram photo where he he played at the wheel because I saw my hand in the. Because I knew that that was my hat. I knew that that was my hat. So I say, were your nails
1: as uh, identifiable as Not they are yet, now? Not yet, but
0: I had like very bright colored nails. Now I'm like again. This again, I feel like this is an LA thing, like having acrylic nails. Um, oh, it is. Yeah, I feel like I don't know. I've never seen this anywhere else, and but I like it. It gives me more energy and confidence. It gives me nail talk.
1: How did you like the uh, wheel turn?
0: Um I love the Wiltern. I love the the theaters here. I've been to Pantages, Dolby Theater. I love going to the musicals even on my own. I don't need to be like Who yeah. did you see
1: at the what what play did you see at the Pantages?
0: Um I saw Little Woman, I uh, no no, A uh, Pretty Woman. Yeah. Uh, Book of Mormon, uh, 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 Hamilton. Really? Yeah, I watched Hamilton here and in New York. Um uh Uh, I've seen uh, like most of the seasons packages in the last few years. I've watched actually.
1: So we know each other from Uber because you take Ubers, but both the Wiltern and uh, the Pantages are close to the red line. Yeah. Have you used the subway in LA?
0: I have. Before the pandemic, I did. I still have a tap card. It still has like 20 bucks in it, actually. (laughs) Um, I guess I just. It uh, compared to what we have. I mean, our 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 public transportation in the Philippines has has big potential, but it's not there yet. Mm. Um, Um, I. L.A.,
1: public transport is better than in the Philippines.
0: I can say, yeah, because like you don't take three hours to line up to take the train.
1: It takes that long.
0: Yeah, I guess because the, you know, the metro, I mean, the 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 capital is very um, condensed. Mm. So and like not enough cars, not enough public transportation We take. We have buses. FX's jeepneys and trains and they all get filled up for some reason. Everybody's there. Everybody's in Catan City or in Manila. And it's hot. It's hot.
1: So you got to wait hours Mm -hmm. for a train and you're hot. So that's Mm -hmm. why you call it a developing country.
0: Yeah, because, like, I I guess that's one of the things that I'm going to miss because, like, everything here is convenient. You know, an Uber way, um, Uber Eats, DoorDash, the train, again, even the buses. Like, I don't mind waiting for the bus, even if they, like, what, get 20, 30 minutes late. I still get to where I have to go in the same day because I, I had an experience where I left my workplace at 5 p.m. on a Friday. I got home Saturday at 1 a.m. <laughs> That's how bad the traffic was. It was this just is a, this in, is Manila. This was Manila, and oh. this was when um, they, the next day
1: you got home. Yeah,
0: and I figured I should have just like gone to gone to the club or something. I would have had a better time, but yeah. Okay,
1: so I a long time ago mm-hmm. I worked for a customer service company that uh, like basically a, a phone a phone oh
0: like a BPO yeah yeah
1: who. Little did I know,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: I was building this company so that they could then move it to the Philippines uh-huh. and mirror it over there yeah. for workers, uh, for a fraction of the price. Yeah. When some of our people went over there to train these mm-hmm. uh, reps, they said that the reps who were only being paid like 3 $4 an hour mm-hmm. were at a status that they could afford private drivers. True. Really? Yes. So even if you only make three bucks an hour, uh-huh. you can afford basically a chauffeur, a Filipino yeah. chauffeur. Yeah. Chauffeur.
0: Not really, Where not was yours a that service. day? I I am very frugal. Good for you. <laughs> and 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 I, I I I was raised in a very conservative and strict household. Oh. And. I wanted bigger things. I wanted to get my own house. I wanted, you know, my own car. And at that time, I wanted to do that by myself. My parents have been so supportive of us three. We're three kids, and they they only work on government salaries as well. So it's not that much. But they got us through, through you know, high school, college. They all pay for our college. Really? Yeah. And that's the thing in the Philippines. Like, you don't have student loans. because. <sighs> Yeah, there are places where you can get college and you know, and not have to break the bank. Um, so we got into good colleges, and and now like I want to give back to my family. Good so for you. That's where most of my salary goes to, even until now actually. Did you but, give yeah. back to your parents? Yeah, not necessarily through cash because they will never accept it. <laughs> but like if my mom wants something. Um, um, I would buy it. Um, my dad doesn't tell me anything, but he would appre- he he appreciated everything that um, I gave him. Um, so he just passed um, 2021 so because sorry. of COVID. It really? Was a, yeah, it was it was it was a pretty dark time because all of them got COVID and there were like travel restrictions, and I like my whole family was sick and I didn't know what to do, and I got so like I mean I got lucky because with my work I was able to like. Um, you know, jump through the the hoops. Um, I didn't get to see him, but I got to talk to him before he he passed, and those things like um, so it makes you feel like you have to give back. I have to like make sure that. The time that they have with us is as amazing as it can be. And that's how I treat my life as well. Again, it's like living here. Like I make sure that all my experiences are the best. Even if you know I have F ups, you know like I, if I screw up or do something bad, do something <laughs> wrong, make bad decisions, I, I own up to it, but make sure that I learn something from it. and I think that makes my life fuller. So, yeah, I mean, but getting a chauffeur, getting like you getting, getting a babysitter, not just a babysitter, but like a nanny that lives with you and a housekeeper that lives with you.
1: Totally normal. Total, totally normal. Will you have a chauffeur when you go back?
0: Yes, I'm actually asking my brother to look for one because <laughs> uh, the thing is, I walk to work. I walk to I walk to my work when mm-hmm. um, it's like a couple blocks uh, from my house. And so I don't think I can ever. You don't ever... need one yeah, and, for that. Yeah, here. But when I move back, I still replay what happened to me, like leaving on a Friday, getting home (laughs) on a Saturday. Like, I do not want that to happen to myself anymore. So, yeah, I'm asking. I'm looking for a driver. (laughs) So, yeah. At
1: first, I didn't want to go to Manila and marry a girl. But (laughs) if I could get a you said a living housekeeper. Yeah. A nanny. Yeah. How big is my house? I got to have a big house.
0: And not really All just these people
1: to, are living in it And my chauffeur Yeah Because I do want a chauffeur Because you,
0: you can have like You know The thing is How we do it in the Philippines Is like a husband and wife Would be like the housekeeper And the chauffeur And a nanny could be like A niece or the daughter Of that family So like You're actually helping Each other out Like giving oh. them a livelihood And with the money That they that they earn They actually um, Help their relatives so Okay that's so hold on how,
1: So my, my nanny's married To my chauffeur Is what you're saying I mean usually That's how we do it right so so and you look for that
0: yeah because then I only
1: have to get one extra bedroom for that exactly okay so I still it still seems like I need a three or four bedroom house for everybody um
0: um, you can still get a three or four bedroom house yeah um just have to know where to look it's not going to be of course in the actual capital but yeah I I, what I'm trying to say is everything is more possible in the Philippines but
1: but, (laughs) also I get three sticks of pork face for oh, a yeah.
0: dollar. True. True. So I'm
1: way ahead of the game. You
0: get more bang for your buck over there.
1: <laughs> I'm way ahead of my game. It's beautiful and warm. So I don't yeah. need all these coats and blankets. Oh, no. I'm not paying for heaters. You don't need
0: to change, you know, your outfits per Can I season. wear Hawaiian shirts? Yes. Those are the most comfortable ones. Yeah. Anything cotton and linen. Amazing. So, yeah. I mean, I guess like... Talking about it now, I'm getting more excited going home. <laughs> I, honestly, and everybody asks everybody asks me that like Are you ready to go home? Are you not gonna miss LA? Mm-hmm. i mean, the truth is, yeah, of course I'm gonna miss LA. This has been my home for the last four years. Yeah. Um, but then again, there's I mean, like Alice uh, was it Alice or the one in uh, Wizard of Oz? Yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. Um, no, it's oh, Dorothy. 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 said, "There's no place at like home," and like being in my family's house and having my mother, um, you know, wake me up in the morning and my brother making coffee for everybody. And those little things, like those things I can, you know, I can't exchange for anything else in the world.
1: How, let's say you wanted to see Snoop Dogg performing in Manila. Uh-huh. Oh, it's <laughs> going to cost so much more, honestly. In Manila, cost yeah, more? Yeah. Uh, At the World turn, it probably costs like, Fifty bucks, sixty bucks.
0: Yeah, and, and you can be like up on the stage in the middle, like smelling what you, <laughs> you can smell from the things. Oh, that he hold smokes. on a second,
1: Joan. Yes, I like to smoke pot. Okay, is that dangerous for an American to try to do in Manila?
0: Pot is illegal. But there are a lot of other things that you can do to enjoy yourself in Manila. <laughs> so, like, I am sure you can find at least a hundred things to do uh, to get yourself entertained. Um, be- but so the, don't the,
1: do that. Yeah, is don't what you're don't
0: do that. Where
1: should I? Because the Philippines is inexpensive, mm-hmm. and I, maybe I can save some money if I live there. Uh huh. And I'm gonna go on vacation. Mm-hmm. Where's a good place for me to smoke my weed? Do I have to go all the way to Amsterdam? You have to I'm really not sure if There's there no are no Asian Southeast countries Asian
0: countries that
1: Really? Everybody's yeah. against it.
0: Um yeah, again, I get I guess that's coming from a standpoint of ignorance. I Which like to that. is so think interesting
1: so. because if you have a developing country mm-hmm. and you have a tropical Yes,
0: it's a perfect land. Climate. Yeah. Exactly. What else <laughs> do you
1: guys grow like you uh I saw a guy on, on YouTube, um Climb a palm tree, like an old yeah. man, mm-hmm. really easily with a machete. Mm-hmm. He would chop and step and chop and step. Yeah. And he climbed I have up. uncles that do that. Do you really? Yeah,
0: and, and that's the thing. Um, it's One of my favorite things in the Philippines is having fruit-bearing trees in your backyard. Oh. Practically, you don't even have to go hungry. You know, there are bananas, coconuts, um, star apples, other things. that and It's a tropical paradise. Yeah,
1: it is. Okay, so it, the land wants to grow things. Mm-hmm. Do you okay? I never thought that pot would be legal in America, Mm -hmm. the land of the free. Uh huh. And yet it kind of is. Mm -hmm. We're getting there. Uh huh. Do you think that that's a possibility in the Philippines, or just things are just not ever going to go that way?
0: I do know that there are some statesmen that actually, um, you know, uh, proposes propose bills regarding that and. Um I mean for me like in all its essence like even before you know I know that it's illegal in in, in the Philippines I feel like it shouldn't be. Right. And this is again this is my personal opinion cuz I feel like it's coming from nature. It's yeah. not like you know you don't mix it with fentanyl or something.
1: Exactly. So,
0: you know, it's I mean have you ever seen somebody OD'd of marijuana? They just get I, I, hungry.
1: That's right. <laughs> or fall
0: asleep. That, exactly. So, um I feel like It's it shouldn't get that kind of reaction Mm -hmm. from what we have now. I mean, back at least back in the Philippines. Yes.
1: Um, You're going back to the Philippines. Yes. Are you going to get a new assignment for a new country?
0: Um, I will stay in the Philippines for a couple of years. Really? Yeah. So basically, I'm going to... That's how your in, job works. You yeah. go
1: away for a few years and, and then, you come back for yeah. a few years. Yeah. So do you... Are you looking forward to going to your next country after...
0: Yes, actually. Yeah. I'm you hope, love traveling. Yeah, I do. I do. I, I think I have ADHD because like I, I, I get uneasy when I stay in one place too long. But I also love the impermanence. It's, it's a double-edged sword. I love discovering new things, living in new places, and experiencing things for the first time again. Because how many times can I say, like, I have lived here, I've lived here, I've lived, you know, wherever. But also, it makes me feel like I don't have roots. I mean, I'm lucky that I feel like I was, I grew up in a great household. But other than that, it can only go so far. My brothers are already making their own families. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I don't know, like, is there a place that I can call home? And I got lucky here because, like, my friend group, my best friend lives um, in Koreatown as well. Um, my other fav- um, um, best friends, I live in S- Santa Monica. So there's, like, six of us, and the two are back in the Philippines. And I had a great support system here in in in, in, in L.A. And shout out to Jethro, Anna, and Mark because uh, I'm sure they're going to listen. Um, yeah, they've been really a um, great support system. Like, I can cry and laugh at them. And they made me feel like this is home. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, um, the impermanence of it all makes me. Um, wh- one is to again appreciate everything that I experience, make sure that I get what I can, and learn from it. But, and also, two, um, I learn how to keep a safe space for myself and mm-hmm. not give all of myself to a certain place. Because I've 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 done that, like with relationships and in, in some experiences. So now, like I have 20 days left. Um, I feel like I'm going to leave L.A. still myself, still whole, if not, you know, if not uh, revamped. Um, and knowing that I ha- also have left a mark here in L.A. So, yeah.
1: Don't throw away those cropped clothes. Oh,
0: yes, though. definitely.
1: <laughs> My final question is Mexican food. Oh, yes. In Nigeria, I'm sure it wasn't very good.
0: No, we didn't in, have
1: Mexican food In there. the Philippines, is there taco stands Uh
0: honestly there are but i it's nowhere not near okay. as here in la so let
1: me ask you about mexican food here okay because you're you're in love with this colombian singer
0: Maluma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh yeah i, I don't know like, i don't love you embarrassed fun. yeah he I, needs I, to know this yeah
1: <laughs> is he married
0: no i don't know i think so. I, I think he has a kid or something so they're two like we like, all have kids yeah, but is yeah. he married I don't know. All I don't right. want to know actually, because then my dreams would shatter. Your fantasy <laughs>
1: is gone. All right. Did you get to experience real Mexican food here in LA? I
0: would like to think so. Yeah, because I love. I have like a few spots that, for me, has like the best pupusas, the best tacos, like on Olympic, um, and I get the ones that are like the tripas and the cabeza and the the lengua, as well, like the tongue, and I get it. I and. Uh, that's what I love eating. Like, especially when I'm like, I've had a long day. I don't want to cook. I'm going to go to that taco stand.
1: Yeah. Do you order in Spanish?
0: I try. I try. Um, I don't want to give them the, the idea that I can speak really well (laughs) because I speak, I, I speak it, but I don't speak. With the with a good accent, I don't speak fast. So, hablo pero lento. When
1: if they tell you how much in Spanish it costs can you understand?
0: Uh, Yeah, like for so I ask them like cuánto cuesta, and then they tell me like tell me like dos tres dólares or something. That's really great. Yeah, it is. So like you know, they don't they can't talk shit about me because I would know. But yeah.
1: Well, Joan, nobody's talking shit about you. You are fantastic.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much, Tony. Thank
1: you for the work that you do. Thank you. Thank you and your people for all the sunshine that they bring to L.A. Thank you. And um, I really look forward to seeing where your next adventure is going to be. And I hope that the Philippines um, let you travel Again, sooner than later.
0: I hope so, too. Thank you very much, Tony. Thank you for having me here. And i and I hope that um, when my couple of hear this, they would they would be proud that somebody of our culture like represented, got represent, got to represent here in your podcast.
1: You're, well, that's very gracious of you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. How great was Joan? You know who we eat pig faces with at dollar hits? our patreons when you stoke us you're saying tony jordan here's a bunch of cash take a safari to nigeria so shout out to our patreons nancy rommelman sean atlow matt mills sean wallace greg and molly jamie taylor mark johnson kira ann barney grinky ben welsh jen adams trevor wilson Bree Wild, Dougie Gyro, Christina Up North, Robin Carey, Adam Shorn, Ben from Down Under, Chris from the ATX, and Gregor. To be a Patreon, just go to patreon.com slash hereinLA and give till it hurts. Also, shout out to our Angelinos. To be an Angelino, all you got to do is pay power Venmo, 25 bucks or more, and we will list you on the Here in LA website forever. And also the Medium blog. You know, the one that works just send your hard-earned cash to busblog at gmail.com. In fact, that same address, busblog at gmail.com, is where you would write if you would like to be a guest on the show. Wanna support us, but you just got your electric bill and ho ho, Nelly, that's a lot of pesos you can still help post your favorite episode on your Facebook Mm, post too. tweet something nice about this in fact anytime you see me tweet about an episode or anything funny just retweet it it doesn't hurt Elon Musk is still gonna love you and for God's sake tell your friends tell your friends how here in LA is spelled and then it's on Apple Podcasts and Google and Spotify Here in LA is produced by myself, Tony Pierce, and a man who also isn't shy about wearing crop tops, Jordan Katz. Editing, mixing, and music supervision by Jordan Katz. Songs by Oregon and Jordan Katz. Special thanks to Cindy for creating the logo, Jen for inspiring this, and world travelers everywhere who pop into LA and give us a fair chance. Come back again Again soon. soon!